1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. Her name is Jamie Michelle. She's the founder of Gaze Against Groomers, and the website is GaysAgainstGroomers.com. Jamie, nice to meet you. How are you?
2: Thanks for having me on. Good to see you.
1: Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. I've seen you on, on Tucker, I know, a few times, and, and uh, I know this group is reasonably new. In fact, it's less than a year old, right?
2: Yep. It's just a little, little over six months old now. I launched it June 6th of 22.
1: I'm very <laughs> happy that you did, and and, and here's why. It is assumed that if somebody is in the gay community, I we just talked about this a minute ago, I don't leave, like even calling it the gay community. You're in my community. I'm in your community. I'm not in the straight community. I'm not separate from you. But anybody who is under that so-called umbrella is assumed to be liberal for children changing their, their sex for drag shows and so on. And you're here to say, no, that's the vast <laughs> minority of of the group, isn't it?
2: It is. And, you know, the majority of us don't want anything to do with this community. You know, we, we don't see it. You know, it's turned into such a political movement, you know, and, and it, we don't want to be associated with that. We don't fall in line with that agenda. Uh, and we certainly do not agree with the sexualization and indoctrination and mutilation of these children's be, children being done in our name. Um, but, you know, the, the minority of the people are the ones that push this. Like they're the fringe radicals, but they're all you see because, you know, when, when you think about the gay community or LGBTQIA plus with all the millions of letters now, yeah. I think there's even a number in there now, which is insane. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when, when you think of that, you think of, um, this, this onslaught attack of children, because, uh, I mean, it is happening. Like that is happening. Yes. Um. But, but the majority of us do not agree with it, but the, the, the radicals that are pushing for it are so loud because they're backed by every single powerful institution in this country. You know, from, um, the medical industry to the White House to the media to corporate America. I mean, on and on and on it goes. Right. Um, and you know, if they didn't have the backing of all these institutions, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be seeing it like it is now, you know. I wonder
1: and- well, I wonder why. And I want to get into that in depth if I can. It's Jamie Michelle. Go to dot Um, when I was growing up, and I'm much older than you are but it was the gay community. Maybe we heard uh, GLAD was mentioned, I think, or LGB. The T was added later. And actually, there's like a two-spirit now. I don't even know what two-spirit is. Right. I just say LGBTQXYZ123 because I think I cover everybody when I say that. But it's assumed that if, if somebody is other than heterosexual, then they are automatically part of this extreme radical movement. And, mm-hmm. and as you said, you're not. So... Who gave them the pass? Who gave them the okay to to come to the fore? Was it the big media that co-opted them? Who said this is normal to have family friendly drag shows, which is a misnomer? You can't have a family friendly drag show.
2: No, no, drag is uh, inherently and always has been for adults. Yes. Uh, it's adult entertainment. But no, I mean that that's the million dollar question, right? Like, who started this push? Where? Why? What is the motivation? And Um, you know, I am a proponent of LGB is its own thing. T is completely different, you know, um, LGB is who you love, who you're attracted to and T is who you are, who you believe you're, you are. And so I've never understood why they've been lumped together in the first place, let alone now all the other letters being added on. Um, I, it's like our entire community has been hijacked, uh, and, and it's completely, unrecognizable from what it used to be when we were fighting for marriage equality, which yes. was a worthy cause, you know, and like, that was a, that was a fight that was worth having and we won it. Right. And you know, now I, I don't even know what we're out here protesting for marching for having pride parades. Uh, you know, if it were up to me, I, I would have told everybody to go pack it up and go home. Like, just get on with your lives. Right. You but, um, you know, I think a lot of people that are outside of the community, like all these institutions and these powerful forces pushing it, they're not even part of the community. They are using our community as a shield to pass through this sick agenda and basically, you know, putting a huge target on our backs, too, because like you said, I mean, the perception is that all of us support this and yeah. all of us are on board with it. And that's not true. And, you know, uh, you're going to see you're going to see uh, more and more people become intolerant, quote unquote, towards all gay and trans people uh because of that and so i think our group is really important to demonstrate and to show the public that actually you know we aren't on board with this and and we are in the majority and we're going to show that to everybody well
1: i I love that i'm a conservative guy and i've got a conservative audience generally speaking although uh, there are some people who are on the left that listen they enjoy the entertainment or whatever and i'll oftentimes get calls from people who will identify as gay i'm gay and i love your show i'm gay and i'm conservative and and at first it blew my mind but then i realized as we mentioned early on there. there is no separate community. Uh, you know, you know, what perplexes me and maybe this is juvenile. I hope it's not, but I don't know why I have to know who, who you're attracted to. I don't know. Ha- I don't know why I have to know who, what orientation you are. I've never once walked up to a person in a business setting or even in a, in a friendly setting and said, Hey, listen, so you like guys or gals? I never once thought to do that. Why is it so upfront for so many in the community?
2: Well, I think the problem has become that, you know, people's uh, sexualities and their gender identity, a lot of people see that as like the only thing about themselves. I mean, I have never. But it's not. Yeah, exactly. Like just like a straight person, that isn't the only thing about you. You I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why this is such a big deal. I mean, I view me being gay as the same as I also have dark brown hair. I mean, it's just Whoa,
1: wait a second. You've got dark brown hair? How dare you? You're a dark brown hairist, <laughs> I know. a dark brown hairophobe. I mean, but that's gonna... how stupid it's it is, so... isn't it? For some no, reason, it, it... it's on the sleeve. I don't wear on my sleeve who I'm attracted to. Um, right. if, if I'm trying to get with somebody, and I'm not, I'm married, but if I'm trying to be with somebody, I'll let that person know. Why do I need the world to scream from the highest mountain, Joe's straight? Why do I need Need that.
2: No, you don't. And neither do we, uh, you know, and I, I'm very disturbed by people that make it their whole identity. I yeah. mean, I think there's so much more to a person every, you know, you should be proud of your accomplishments, not like something about yourself that I, I don't know. That's just my belief. I wish more people adopted that belief. Everybody in gays against groomers feel, feels this way. And it's just like, you know, the, the focus on it. So, so hard. I, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but I wish it would stop because yeah. It's not necessary. Well, I I
1: think it gives you guys, a it gives you the community a bad name. It gives you guys this perception to everybody else that you need that to be the first and only thing we ever talk about. You and I probably have a lot in common, Jamie. It doesn't matter who we're attracted to necessarily. Um, And that, again, that comes down the line in a relationship. Why is that? We're not going to get an answer, but I think that we're both just as frustrated by it because Mm -hmm. I accept you as my sister in this incredible life experience. I don't really care who you're attracted to or who you go home to. Does that make sense?
2: A hundred percent. And I feel the exact same way. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unfortunate. And hopefully that changes, you know, yeah. I hope we can break through this conditioning that, you know, that everybody needs to be separated into these boxes and you have to yell it first thing about you. I'm gay. I'm trans. How about I'm Jamie? You're Joe. You know, what do you like to do? It'd be a good start. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies? Yeah. Stuff. That's no, so- exactly
1: well. Let me ask you this. Uh, and it's Jamie Michelle. She's the founder of Gaze Against Groomers. Go to gazeagainstroomers.com and find out more about the organization. I now follow you over on Twitter. Maybe you'll give me a follow back. If not, that's not a problem. But I go follow, that- go follow. Oh, have you? Thank you. Uh, go follow her on Twitter. Follow Gaze Against Groomers uh, on Twitter and any other social media. Uh, I've got to ask you this. Do you have you found. That you have been, that there's been an attempt by either radical groups or the government at, at large to co opt you. You just mentioned division. That's exactly what it is. It's divide mm-hmm. and conquer. If blacks don't talk to whites, then you can make them hate each other. If blacks don't yeah. talk to Hispanics or gays don't talk to straights, then you can make them hate each other. Oh, you, you can't believe what Joe just said about Jamie. But if yeah. you and I talk, we can be friends and we can get along and realize that mm-hmm. we aren't enemies. So have you found in your life, once you, you, you came out, Uh, That people said, well, you're in this group, so therefore you must believe like we do, because everybody else hates you.
2: I mean, definitely. I don't know if you know my history of it, but but before I started Gays Against Groomers, I was, uh, you know, I hate the word influencer, but I have a big online following um, as the gay who strayed. Because I'm right-wing also, and, you know, I wanted to make an account back in you know i made it in 2017 showing that not all conservatives are straight white men you know like not all not all people that support trump uh are straight white men and so yeah you know they they want us on the democrat plantation on the liberal plantation and once you step out of line i mean your minority status suddenly vanishes they don't care about you anymore so i've been dealing with that for a long time and it's nothing new it's sad um, you know, but they, they have to play these, uh, they have to divide us, like you said, to keep everybody angry at each other instead of them. Did, did are-
1: you get a lot of that righteous indignation? Like I, I was a music major in college, so I played instruments. I, uh, I was a guy who was in the, the performing arts. And when people found out who I went to school with a long time ago, who I am and that I'm pretty high in the list of talk show hosts now, and I'm a conservative, they couldn't believe it. And I've actually gotten emails from people saying, when did you turn conservative? I said, mm-hmm. I've always been conservative because I play the saxophone. It doesn't mean that I can't be conservative. That doesn't make right. any sense. But there are assumptions made about you by who people perceive you to be. So once you left the plantation and it was obvious that you did, you started yeah. getting canceled. Like you can't use PayPal.
2: No. Uh, well, gays Against Groomers. Yeah. Gays Against Groomers has been banned from, I think, eight or nine platforms now. The most shocking was being booted off PayPal and Venmo, uh, that, you know, I knew when I created Gaze against rumors that it was going to be an uphill battle with big tech, that we were going to be silenced and censored and, and banned. Um, but the payment processors that came as a shock to me, even, um, what
1: was their argument? Uh,
2: they said that we violated their, their, um, what's it called terms of service, uh, which is basically just for hateful conduct, even though, I mean, just, I guess our just what, who we are as an organization, you know, I guess it's hateful conduct to want to protect kids from being sexualized and having their bodies chopped up before they can even choose their bedtime. It's just, everything is so backwards. So you know, I, I, I'm happy to have enemies like those, you know, that yep. we have a really good way of uh, making people expose themselves. I mean, anybody that comes out against our organization is basically just telling on themselves. Right. I mean, like I, I'm so I, I'm surprised how 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 bold they are to just come out and say that they're a groomer, that they're pro groomer, pro all of this, which is just, you know, children have always been the red line that you just don't cross. You know, they call us an anti LGBTQ hate group and it's like, we are gay. We have it's some so trans- dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Like, because that's why our group is so effective because straight people talk about this and they they write you guys off right. as, you know, bigots and homophobes and transphobes. They're, they're able to do that to just shut you up real quick, but they can't do it with us. And when, I mean, they try, but it's absolutely insane. Nobody buys that. You know, we're not, a, we're not anti ourselves. We're anti what's being done to children in our name. And there's a big difference. And, you know, I actually think the true bigots are people that say the word groomer is an anti-LGBTQ slur. That's just saying that all of us are on board with that. Like we are not like, when did our community become pro like having to be gay or trans means you, you have to support child transitioning and and drag shows for kids. And it's just, it's completely, uh, insane. And, like I said, I like having enemies like those, and people show their true colors, and that's fine with us.
1: Oh, I'm glad that you're doing it. it uh, GaysAgainstGroomers.com is the website. She's the founder of Gays Against Groomers. It's Jamie Michelle. Go follow her everywhere. Uh, what's interesting to me is I remember vividly how embarrassed I was in seventh grade when we had sex ed. Because I didn't know anything about sex. I, didn't, I, I knew that I liked girls, I mean, but I didn't know anything about sex. I didn't know how to get with people. I wasn't trying to make babies at 12 years old. I was trying to get a good grade and learn how to play my instrument and maybe be a good baseball player. And maybe be a firefighter when I get older. Um, wh- why is it that we're hearing stories every day now that in the womb, the child is non-binary? Uh, right. and wh- when the child is born, we shouldn't write a, a sex demarcation. Forget about biology, because they're going to decide later in life what gender they are. Um, how did we get here? And do you think you and I will win? You and I are on the same team to stop mm-hmm. this madness. Do you think we'll win?
2: Well, I think that... I- well. To answer the second question, yes, we will win because we are the majority of the population. We're the majority of our community, you know. Uh we're a, and overall, everybody is united against this. Honestly, I've never seen a more uniting cause than this, and there shouldn't be, you know, than protecting children. So I right. know that we're gonna win. You can see the tide turning. I mean, a year ago this wasn't talked about at all or nearly as much. And now, you know, you see the wave of detransitioners rising, which is heartbreaking these kids that were transitioned right. and obviously they you know there people are offering these permanent solutions to a phase you know like kids go through phases kids want to be something new every other day right. you know Um, And and so it's devastating to see what's being done to them. But I do think we're going to win. And I just pray to God that it's going to be sooner rather than later because more children are falling victim to this predatory regime every single day.
1: Yeah, but You're you're, you're fighting hard, though, against what I mentioned earlier. The big media is putting out stories every single day about how a four-year-old can choose to be the opposite gender, about how a baby is born and it's non-binary. They decide later. We've got libs of TikTok exposing people every day. We just had Chaya on um, that are teachers that are telling people I'm non-binary, call me they, Um, and here's a a four-year-old, not a four-year-old, maybe a six- or eight-year-old going, okay, you look like a lady. I don't know what to do with this. So at some point, they're being inundated, Jamie. That's the problem. So we can win. I agree with you. But what do we have to do? Your organization's great. I'm doing my best. What do we do beyond that?
2: The the whole school, uh, the Board of Education, uh, all of that needs to be completely revamped. I mean, that's going to – see, now – one of the things we do the most is we go to school board meetings and I I encourage all parents, all concerned citizens to go and make your voices heard and show that you're not going to stand for this. I think that it really does start in the schools, you know, because that's where they infect the minds. That's where they, uh, they, children are so impressionable and malleable and they, You know, they want to be seen as cool with their friends, just a whole myriad of things that this being inundated, their brains being inundated with this every single day, like that is where it starts. So if we can fix the school systems, which I believe we will, um, it's going to take a little time, but I really believe we will within the next year, few years max. Um, but that's where it starts. And then obviously we have to stop, um, we have to stop the medical industry from performing these procedures and surgeries and giving them these drugs. Uh, but, but I think those are the two main pillars that we have to dismantle and rebuild. So, I think, you know, I think, the I,
1: hardest, well, I think the hardest part is, and I've got five daughters, the hardest part is you send the kid to school and say, listen to the teacher. That's the yeah. authority. The teacher and I are working together to make you a, a well-educated, productive member of society. And if the teacher says, Hey, now that mom and dad dropped you off, you can be any gender you want. In fact, you should probably be the other gender today. And I won't tell them. I yeah, thought it was a partnership, and it's not. So you think the school board meeting is where you start? But what if the teacher is doing it, and nobody knows until they post on TikTok?
2: Right. No, that, and that's a very valid concern. I mean, that's what's happening. You know, it's like kind of cult 101 tactics. Yes. Like they want to separate, hide things from the parents. They want to separate the child from their family. I mean, that's what cults do. You know, they, they want to become the new family. They want to take care of them when really, you know, they're a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. Um, you know, and if these teachers, uh, I think that, you know, teachers are getting outed more and more. I, you know what, I actually had the idea a few days ago that what needs to happen, really, I mean, this is a really extreme issue. I think that there should be cameras in the classroom. Agreed. I really do. I mean, that, that, would, that would do so much to root this evil and this problem out, you know, just that. So, And
1: you saw the teachers freak out when there were cameras, at, uh, the, well, it wasn't cameras, but you were doing online education during the height of COVID. Uh, teachers in Massachusetts literally wanted parents charged with a crime if they were monitoring the class during the day on a yeah, computer they- in their own house.
2: Yep. They don't like that. And so, you know, if, if these grooming teachers don't like it, you know, that's what needs to happen. It's a great I mean, point. you can, your kids cannot be trusted with these people. And, you know, like you said, I mean, it's the role of the parents to talk to children about anything like this, you know, like I, I, I always say the extent of it can be, um, some families look different than others and just respect everybody yes. the same, you know, treat everybody the same and that's it. And then everything else is the parents role, you know? So I Honestly, I we're probably going to push for that. I think that's going to be a campaign of ours to get uh, to get cameras in the classroom because um, they need to be uh, watched. And, you know, as soon as they know that they're being watched, everything they do and say in the classroom, they're going to stop.
1: Uh, you're right Uh, the only the most radical are posting on tiktok and then we can we can expose them and hopefully get them fired and they can go get a job somewhere else they shouldn't be in education but you're right i think a lot of them are doing it on the on the on the lowdown and uh, Mm -hmm. we need to find out about that it's jamie michelle go and follow her on all the social media GazeAgainstGroomers.com is the website we've simply blown through the time and i really can't tell you how much i appreciate you coming on will you come on again
2: I would love to. I'm so happy to be here. You're, you're a lot of fun to talk to. And, you know, we, we do have a lot in common. But, no,
1: we absolutely do. And I appreciate that. All right, Jamie, thank you so much. We're back after this. Stay right here.
0: This is The Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
1: Really great to have Jamie Michelle on. Uh, Go and follow her her Twitter page. It's blowing up. It's doing very, very well. You've seen her on Tucker as well. She's got a great perspective. You know, we all do get along. We all do agree to a lot of stuff. And the things that we don't agree on doesn't make us radical. Doesn't mean that there has to be some strange agenda shoved down the throats of our children. Go to Twitter. Look her up. It's uh, Gays Against Groomers. We've got much more to come, including the former cartel leader of the Cali Cartel. Next hour. Keep it here.
0: This is the Joe Pag Show.